Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Welcome to Returning Home. I'm your host, Natalie Zapinski. We are in the throes of Hanukkah. 5782 is the Jewish year. In Hebrew, they say Tishpap, Taf, Shin, Pei, and then a Tupchik, Bet. That's another part of living in Israel for all you out there. Our children learn the Hebrew months, Nisan, Sivan, all these Hebrew months. They don't really know the English months. They don't really know their birthdays in English, and they certainly don't know the holidays in English. It's very, very funny um, to my husband and I. Uh, for instance, it was Thanksgiving recently, and also we, we haven't celebrated Thanksgiving since we've been in Israel. And um, I have a friend who recently moved here, and she invited me to stop by for an open house Thanksgiving. I didn't really know what she was talking about, and then I realized, oh, yes, it is the holiday of Thanksgiving. We don't, we don't do that. We haven't done it for 15 years. My children don't know what that is. And Hanukkah here is very different, I guess, than Hanukkah in America. It's not as big a deal as um, Purim and Pesach. It is a big deal, but it's more, uh, you know, the, some of the kids are on vacation. People still work. There are sukvanyot donuts everywhere. We light every night candles and are together for meals. But that's it. It's, it's uh, a lot of vacations, a lot of trips, a lot of day trips. That's, you know, it's family. It's very for family oriented here. Um, what I do see has happened in America uh, recently is every year there are these a cappella groups that do these songs about Hanukkah. And one of them I just saw, which I, I found very disturbing. It was like a copy of um, songs to West Side Story. And these boys who are doing it, they're like adults, okay? They're like in their 20s. And they're dancing around and snapping their fingers to different songs of West Side Story with, with words that have been changed to reflect parts of Hanukkah. But it's very Galut-type words like latka and dreidel. Well, you know, people, we have an Israeli country, a Hebrew-speaking country, and there are no latkas or dreidels here. They are levivot. They are sevivot. These are Hebrew words. We have a Hebrew language, and, and to to cling to these, you know, these old Yiddishisms, these old Galut terms, and to look at Hanukkah and not reflect on it as a as a battle is to me just just wrong. And and I I really don't understand it. I don't why I don't see why that continues. Um, stay with us. We have a great show today. We'll be right back after these messages. Israel is located in one of the most volatile areas in the world. Israel is an island of stability and a sea of war and unrest. In the midst of this turmoil, Israel stands out as a beacon of order and human progress. Each week we update you on what's happening in this, the Jewish state, a true light unto the nations. This is Jay Shapiro. Join me every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. Welcome to Returning Home. I'm your host, Natalie Sapinski. Joining us today is my friend, Aliza Ben-Shalom, who, as you all may remember, moved from Philadelphia to Pardes maybe six months ago. Um, if 
I, if I'm right. Almost nine. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, it was Purim. It was Purim that I remember. Um, now Elise is a dating coach and she is out there. I see her, her busy, busy schedule all over Facebook. She's busy. She does seminars. She's in Yerushalayim. She goes all over and it's so funny. She, she actually had an article published in the Jerusalem post two days ago. She sent me a copy and, or someone sent me a copy, but I saw it and I read it and it was so great. It hit everything. It hit everything right on the head. And I, grabbed a paragraph and I wrote it to her and I was like, this is the best thing you said. And I can, I have to repeat it here. It's not word for word, but what you basically said was singles don't put their lives on hold. They go to graduate school, they get jobs, they move, they do things. So why would they put Aliyah on hold? Just be single here. Something like that, right? Yeah. It's so true. And, and, and it's not just true for singles, it's kind of true for everybody. Yeah, it's it's really a difficult thing, um, making Aliyah, moving to a new country, doing it on your own, doing it with a partner, with children, without children. It, it really doesn't matter when you choose to come. It's a really challenging decision, and there's a lot that goes into it. And yeah, putting it off, I think, um, is not always the right answer. Obviously, for some people it is, but but if this is a part of your dream and your plan, like anything else that you're doing, right? Like, why aren't we working our plan? Why aren't we putting things in place to get what we want? And that's kind of what happened for us. At a certain point, I said, oh, I really want to be here and I want to make this happen. And already I was married and already I had kids and a girlfriend of mine, she's like, Aliza, just start your Nefesh Benefesh application. She's like, start it. So if you don't come for 10 years, you don't come for 10 years, but just start it. And she'd been telling me that for a decade. And I'd been thinking about doing it. Wow. And I just started it in like the summer of 2019. And I was like, you know what? I'm leaving this up to God. You know, I'm going to make my effort if you really want me to come. So I'll come. And if not, you know, that'll be, it'll also be what it'll be. I started the application and I really did not think we were coming. They said, when are you making Aliyah? Like, what's your date? And I was like, <laughs> quarter past never. I don't know. <laughs> like Six months. I was like, no, two years. I was like, no. They're like, you know, five plus years. And I was like, sure, good plan. Uh -huh. <laughs> Whenever I get everybody on board, I'm coming. Uh -huh. And I started the application. And then, I don't know, within a year later, we actually had real plans to start making Aliyah, which was bizarre. It was, yes. it was amazing how it yes. happened. Yes, but yeah, now you're, you're skipping it. And it's funny how you're like, oh, it'll be <laughs> up to God. Well, no, it wasn't up to God. Yeah, and Hashem does his part, but we have to do ours. And you did yours. Things didn't just right. fall into place. You know, you had your eyes open at that point. And like, as soon as you opened that teak, that Aliyah file, your head kind of, you know, turned and you're like, okay, this is a focus now. I mean, come on, you know that. It, no, it's true. It's true. And then with my big kids, I was thinking, oh my gosh, what are they going to do? So then we looked into the Nale program and I did, I also opened a file with them and I started the application process. And then my kids are like, we're not going, you know, like very nice thought, but you know, you're not shipping us off. We're, we're not going. And, and my oldest said, he's like, fine. So if we all make Aliyah, so I'll go, but like, I'm not just going to go to Israel on my own. Like that's your dream. That's not mine. And that's kind of what happened was that we just all decided to go and, <laughs> and made it happen. That's so right. yeah, I think for singles, especially look, if you're if you're thinking about well where am i going to meet the most singles and where am i going to have the greatest opportunity 
I mean, look around the world. I would say Israel has, you know, the the, the best picks and the largest quantity of Jews that you can meet from all over the world, right? All different backgrounds, all right. different types, all different ages, all different stages. Mm-hmm. And you've got a lot of pretty amazing options. And I can't say the same, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. Okay, so Philadelphia has, you know, Jewish singles. Yes, you know, of course, there's a huge hub in New York. If you're not a New Yorker or you don't want to live in New York, even though there's a lot of Jews there, that might not be the style that works for you. There's a lot of options when you come to Israel. There's right. just so many more options than you have than anywhere else in the world. Right. So I think it's a great, I think it's a great time for singles to come. And to also the, you know, you go through the hard times, you reestablish yourself, you learn a language, you can do all of those things while you don't have a family and while you have less obligations. And it makes it a little bit um a little easier, um, although also it's a little more difficult when you don't have a an infrastructure of support. That's also a challenge that happens. Right. It right. really depends. I, I came here single. I was 21. I remember it very well, you know, and I didn't see it as a struggle at all. And I remember people even s- saying to me, is it hard for you without your family? And I was like, no. Why would it be yeah. hard for me? I'm like, <laughs> this is awesome. You know, I can do whatever I right, want. I can right. have, you know, Cheetos for dinner. I, um, I remember I, it's, being, it's, it's the best place to be single uh, for all you singles out there because uh, everyone is Jewish and it is so safe here. It's, it's not as safe as it was in the, in the 90s, but it is safe. Like I'm talking, I was riding my bike from the gym to my apartment at 11 o'clock at night. And I wasn't right. afraid and I wasn't in danger. It was, it's, it's that kind of, of, of a country. Even now, you know, I, I remember it was the first time I ever heard children's voices outside at night. I remember being in a car with someone in a city and I heard chi- children's voices. It was so strange to me in a city at night. What is that noise? Right. <laughs> you know? And there were children right. outside, like, you know, babbling and talking on their own because it's safe here to be outside. It's safe to be out. Uh, it's it's not like, uh, unfortunately, the, the cities in America are, are dangerous. They're dangerous. Daytime right. now, but, you know, it's you don't see that. Um, so being single here as, was, a, as a woman is, is amazing. Right. I was telling a friend of mine, I said, oh, I have to go to the, uh, the ATM. I got to, you know, I have to go take some cash out. I was like, oh, but I'll go tomorrow. It's like, you know, nine, 10 o'clock. I was like, I'm not going to go out at night, a woman alone. And she's like, Aliza, we live in Pardesana. She's like, you can go to the ATM at nine o'clock. I was like, uh, I'm yeah. still going to wait till tomorrow. I'm not right. there yet. <laughs> right. Here, here. Yeah. But we laughed about it. We laughed. She's like, it's just, She's like, you're still in Philly mode. You're not right. in Israel mode. And, right. and especially not just Israel, but Pardes Hana, which is, you know, a, a wonderful, small, sweet little town that, that doesn't have the same kind of uh, threats as, as many places. Right. So I just um, had um, my first experience at the dentist here. I finally got around to that. And that was, uh, I was actually happy, um, you know, like uh, beautiful, modern, clean offices, um everything very similar to what i you know experienced in america they said she said to me do you do you floss i don't really know the word for floss but she was asking me and i was like wait what and she and i said oh yeah yeah every day and brush she goes i can tell (laughs) (laughs) very nice so well that's a good experience you had they're not all not not every dentist office is is new and modern not not they're not all um we 
and, and I'll tell our listeners this. So, yeah. so there are four different um, health companies here that people join, and some of them have dental included. And years ago, we I remember learning this, and I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm sending my kids to a to a dentist that is like a government paid dentist. Are you kidding? They're probably going to pretend that they have cavities and, and over drill. That's what we thought. That's what we thought. So right. I went to a private right. dentist all these years, a fortune. And just maybe right. five years ago, they closed the clinic near us. So I went to one of these uh, dentists through my coupa and it was a little bit horrifying. You know, it was like one person in the office, no assistant and no secretary, just like the dentist did it all. Oh, wow. Weird. She was French. It was a woman. That was all weird. She smoked. All weird. All bad. Um, yeah. Okay, found, totally not my experience. Yeah. This was like a modern office with a couple secretaries right. and four rooms and right. the dentist and the, the dental hygienist and all, yeah. again, modern, clean right. equipment. And, right. and it was just like Maccabi Dent, which is our, you know, Maccabi insurance with, you know, the dental. We just Are you kidding? We looked into doing... Yeah, that we was Maccabi Dent. Oh, so that was your with was, your insurance. That's amazing. That was with, yeah, yeah. They told me, forget what I paid. Maybe I had to do X-rays and a cleaning, and maybe it was like 130 shekels total with everything, uh -huh. you know, included. So, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's very funny. We go. We've been going to a Russian dentist in Arad ever since the French. I didn't like that French woman, and it's so cheap. It's like 24 shekels, you know, a visit. Um, for all of you listening, that's like eight dollars. <laughs> it's crazy right and like, <laughs> right and um you know one cleaning free a year for me as an adult right and it's it's really funny um but it's not modern or anything like it's like this, this woman has a clinic like attached to her house again she, she does it all i mean she's like the printer in the same room as her drill it's horrible my kids are like mom she's not a real dentist I'm like she actually is a real dentist she's just russian and old <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know then orthodontists you know my kids I, one had braces the others had braces very fancy very fancy and there are there oh, are wow. modern dentists here too we my husband goes to a very fancy dentist um you got it all here i mean there's so many medical professionals it's just awesome here so many doctors so many dentists yeah. right yeah yeah i was i was a little nervous i have to tell you i was a little nervous mm -hmm. to go to the dentist it's like you know like i have my dentist in america that i like you know you go to the right. same place the same right. people you know it's very um predictable yeah. and i think dentists in general i think a lot of people have dental trauma so i think that's that's a hard thing but it, I, i'm happy and you know okay, so, my appointment for the next six months and like oh, that's it good. That's it. well that's very good i was gonna say you know if you do come here you come to israel you don't you know you have to change you have to everything's new right everything's new how do you depend on who to who to use for a doctor who to use for dentist so your health insurance recommended you but if you hadn't gone that way what would you have done we have a local um, WhatsApp group for our community. And so everybody posts their questions there, right? Who's your favorite dentist? Who's the doctor that you like? We are out of time. Stick around. We'll be back after these messages with David Brenner, who is founder of partnersinaliyah.org. Stick around. More from returning home when we come back. The Tamar Yona Show. Tamar, she's sassy. She's smart. She's funny. But she's also a real Jewish mother. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Tamar Yona. And yes, I can be all of those things. But at Israel News Talk Radio, I'm here to bring you the news stories and guests that you may not hear anywhere else. Join me live on air Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays for the most unique and bold talk radio in Israel. The Tamar Yona Show. Shalom, I'm Leah Aharoni. Join me on my show, News from the Torah. Each Sunday, we'll use the weekly Torah portion as a prism for understanding the news today. Listen to News from the Torah to gain clarity about the times we're living in and to understand your own spiritual path in the process. News from the Torah every Sunday on Israel News Talk Radio. Welcome back to Returning Home. I'm your host, Natalie Sapinski. Joining us today is David Brenner, who heads the Partners in Aliyah groups. So many of you listening um, are participants in those groups, and they have grown from one to two, I think even to three. David also runs a website, Partners in Aliyah website, PIA, and you can find all kinds of helpful information there. David, thanks for joining us today. Thanks. Glad to be back on. How are you doing? I've been fine. I've been fine. There's a lot to talk about. We haven't had you on the show in months. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying another uh, beautiful day in Judea. Uh, <laughs> we're loving the rain yeah. and also loving the sun and probably looking for a rainbow here soon. Because I know, it's right? We're going to see one. and then sunny. And then, we're going to see it. And yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm sitting here out, uh, out in the park across from where I live looking at Yerushalayim in the clouds. And uh, really, life could not be any better. Can beautiful, I tell you? <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah. so let let's get into it and talk about some uh, trends. Maybe what you see, what you thought you would see. You know, I tell you, I thought we were going to have a really big tidal wave of Aliyah over this past year and a half, and the numbers. Yeah. You sent me some numbers. Um, just under four thousand people uh, in the past year. You know, that's not... Yeah, this year. Yeah, that's... Year that's, to date from North America. Yeah. Yeah, not even 4,000, so not... Uh, not I guess that's what it's been. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was a lot of... Uh, I don't know. I guess there was a lot of excitement at the beginning of uh, whatever you want to call it, the the corona era, whatever you want to call these last two years. And then it seemed like at first people were like, this is a sign and people were coming. And I think last year was a little bit bigger, but... Uh, now things have kind of returned to the status quo where they were. And uh, um, I would say this is just my personal feeling. Actually, the truth is here where I live in, in the beautiful uh, city of Afrat. Um, and it's a great place, by the way, for uh, Olim Khadashim. Um, not a great place to learn Hebrew, but it's a great place in general if you want a soft landing or a great community. Very, very diverse. Very close to Yerushalayim. Beautiful views. Beautiful weather um beautiful places to live a little bit more affordable than other places in israel a fraud is great um and i see a lot of olim coming here and they're all super happy so mm -hmm. that that's encouraging Good. um Good. I, I think what i see is that um you know it was many years ago uh probably when you made aliyah that um all kinds of jews are making aliyah you didn't have to be it wasn't just a thing for the religious Jews, but uh, it was attractive for all different kinds of Jews, right? right. And, and, and over the years, it seems like 
most of Aliyah has narrowed down to only Dati Jews, only religious Jews. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, but it is what it is. And maybe that represents just a general trend of what's going on in North America, that um, the non-religious uh, Jewish community, uh, not only uh, have they become non-religious and more assimilated, but they've also, it's seemingly lost their connection to Israel. Um, you know, I don't really get political, but it seems to be an, an offshoot of of the progressive politics that are going on in America and the types of politics that assimilated uh, or assimilated brethren in America seem to attach to. And they're not identifying as Jewish and they're not identifying towards Israel. And in some ways, it seems like they're uh, identifying with a anti-Israel, uh, anti-Israel sentiment. And that's, that's super unfortunate. And I guess it's our job here to attempt to uh, motivate and educate and lead by example and show people that um, whatever they're hearing about Israel is not true, right. not true at all. Um, so that would be one thing. And then within the religious community, it seems like, you know, uh, in the 90s, in the 80s and the 90s and into the 2000s, you know, Aliyah was really fueled by what's called the Dati Leomi movement. The, I don't know, the guys who wear the, the kippot, the knit kippos. And um, I don't know, Natalie, it seems like that's kind of tapped out. <laughs> wow. It seems like that's a bit tapped out. Like the people who are going to come came. And uh, we have the, the zuchut, the privilege to host a lot of young uh, men and women here who are on, I guess, what's called their gap year. You know, they come to Israel and study mm -hmm. for a year. Mm -hmm. uh, and both my boys, thank God, are also in, in yeshiva right now. And they're they're learning alongside a lot of young men who are coming uh, from America to study. And, um, you know, a lot of them actually are choosing to make Aliyah, but many of them are not. And many of them are limiting themselves. And, you know, we have honest conversations with these young people. Wait, wait, slow down. What did, what, did you, what, what did you yeah. just say? Some of them are, are what themselves, are learning themselves? Are... Some of them are limiting themselves. I think that people are limiting themselves. Mm -hmm. I think the young people are limiting themselves. Um, I think they're, I don't think that, I think they're limiting themselves. And I don't know if it's just what they've learned uh, in America. But I, I think that they don't... Um, there's a lot of I can't because, or a lot of uh -huh. I won't because, or a lot of I couldn't because, or mm -hmm. I have this challenge or that challenge, whether it be money, whether it be family, whether it be this or whether it be that. Oh, and I, I just encourage, oh, yeah, I encourage all the young people not to limit. Listen, I encourage everyone not to limit yourself in anything in life because, you know, you shouldn't put a, a, a barrier on what's possible. I personally am a believer and I believe that God can help you do whatever you want. But when it comes to Aliyah, you know, this is something that's, it's a gift. We were, we were given, we were given this land uh, by the creator of the world and it's a gift and don't limit yourself and, 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 and don't say it can't be done because, you know, hundreds of thousands have done it before you. Yeah. And, and I just, I ask the young people to be open, just open to the possibility. And, and yeah. the, when you come here, just be open to it. And, 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 and I think what young people should be doing is seeking out uh, it's people like me. You can come to partners You can connect with people. We can set you up with a Shabbat. You know, you can come to Susi and be by you. You can come to a fraud and be here. You can come, but, but go and, 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 and eat at tables of people who have done it and, 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 and just be open to it. Um, mm -hmm. so that's one thing I would encourage young people, but what we are seeing and, and you see it is a, a big Aliyah. I mean, big relative terms coming from, I guess in, in America, what's called the yeshivish movement. Some people call it the American Haredi movement. I, I don't know. I don't really like labels, but I think 
some of your listeners know the people that we're talking about and these are these are people who uh you know in america probably the the fellows probably wear a black hat or probably wear a a a, a velvet kippah you know and these are people who are but they're modern and they work and they and they engage and 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 i think 10 years ago um this group of people felt they had no place and no no part in, in the land here and now they're starting to see they do and 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 um that's why you see, I think, a lot of Aliyah coming to Yerushalayim. I think you see a lot of Aliyah coming to Beit Shemesh, mm-hmm. um, a lot, a lot. And and I think it's beautiful, and I think it's a great thing. And, and I think it's wonderful that finally this is, you know, starting, and I think it's an untapped thing. And and I think that uh, all of uh, this group of people are going to make a huge impact here on Aliyah. They're going to make a huge impact here in terms of their connection to God in terms of just all the things that they bring. And I think it's wonderful. And I think that's where a lot of the Aliyah is coming from right now. And I think it's borne out in the numbers. And you see that Beit Shemesh is booming. Um, and by the way, I would just tell everyone, get in now. Uh, Natalie, I don't know if you've seen, but um, I don't know if it's good news to share. But uh, I think I heard last year real estate in Israel went up 30%. So there is demand. Yeah. There is demand. And uh, we, we pray that the government will uh, build We'll build more, especially in Yehudan Shomron, out here in the uh, what uh, the rest of the world likes to call the settlements, but what we call our ancestral homeland. That we're going to build more and have room and space for everyone who's well, coming. Well, there, there's definitely but, room in um, space. There's, there's definitely room in space, but what we need is more housing, yeah. and that's that's a great yeah, that's a great problem to have. You know, it's like not having enough room in the car for your family. That's that's a problem you exactly. want. You know, so so I'm yes. not I'm not too upset about that. I just want to go over some of these numbers to our listeners and, and where the top destinations are. You sent me last week um, 3,850 yes. Olim so far in 2021. That's like we said, yes. you know, uh, you know, 150 from short, America. right from North America, 150 short of 4,000. The top destinations, uh, the top places they come from: New York, New Jersey, California, Florida, and Maryland. And the top destinations they go to are Jerusalem, Tel Aviv. Beit Shemesh, number three, Renana and uh-huh. Medi'in. Uh, those yep. are Anglo so they, places. Um, yes. know, those of you worried about not speaking Hebrew, don't worry about it. If you're going to Jerusalem, you can talk to me about that. You know, yeah. you're 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 a real you're you're a real Ola, Natalie. I'm I'm one of the latecomer. You know, just trying to get by. I'm back in Olpan again for my umpteenth time, <laughs> and just trying to get a little peace. But but you don't listen. You should come here and learn Hebrew. You should come here. But if you don't have Hebrew, you know, it's not a barrier. Yeah, that should not be. Don't make that a limit. Don't make that your big hurdle. Okay. You know, I'm not good in math. Mathematics, not great. Okay. So what? So I so I didn't open a bank account. So I didn't get a job. So I don't use you know, I learned how to use a calculator, you know, or learn some tricks. Like you'll you'll get the Hebrew you need. You're gonna learn the products. You'll you know, you'll work on it. It'll be your struggle. And this is the challenge you'll have for the rest of your life. And you're not alone. There are lots of people nope. who come here. Lots there are lots, lots of us. Everyone here, we call lots it a door we shown, first generation. My kids have complaints that our table is empty. We have such a small family. We don't have a big, crowded holiday. Okay, I say to them, you're the door we shown. All of you are going to have yeah. 10 kids, and then we'll have a big table. And they shut their You mouth. make a great point. Somebody in the family has got to be the first. Now, you and I came from kind of similar backgrounds where we kind of didn't come from a, you know, a religious background or with a family who had a lot of people coming and, and my wife and I were the first. And then we hope that, uh, you know, through our kids, there's going to be, you know, many, many, many generations 
of 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 Israelis, people living here in Israel, and, and we're going to grow from that. You got to someone's got to be the first, yeah, right? And, someone's got to be. Gonna, the... We're going to be just like everyone else around us, where our kids are going to be all over Israel, and when they come, we're going to double up on the bedrooms and have to go shopping. It's going to be great. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to be great. It's and all great. All of you listening. Oh, by the way, there. everyone yeah. is encouraging here. By the way, and then you come, especially you come to these places. You come to Beit Shemesh. You come out to a front. You go to Renana, and, and you'll see. Nobody looks down on you when, you, you know, you say, oh, I've only been here a year or two. It's actually kind of almost just like they're just like, you know, go, you know, like you are amazing. And, and you get a lot of hezuk. You get a lot of strength in the people who are here and everyone encourages you. Um, we will be right back after these messages stick around. We have more to talk about on returning home. Don't go away. In a time where feelings have become fact, where rational thought and common sense has disappeared, one man stands above it all. I'm Howie Sobaker, your political hitman. Local Hitman airs every Tuesday at 11.59 p.m. North American time, 7 a.m. Israeli time, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Are you interested in transforming your life, drawing closer to the Creator, and uncovering the deeper meanings and hidden treasures in the Hebrew Bible? Then join me, Rav Yitzhak Michelson, and me, William Hall, on the Science of Kabbalah, where we are seeking to narrow the gap between what we understand of our physical and spiritual worlds. So make sure to tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Israel Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, here on Israel News Talk Radio. Welcome back to Returning Home. I'm your host, Natalie Sapinski. We're continuing our talk with David Brenner. Start to make it a priority to just come and visit. I guess the government has kind of opened up the airport a little bit more. And uh, I know that, by the way, I, I don't even really like to talk about it. I know that the whole thing we've been going through the last two years has been on both sides. Some people say, I want to come because of Corona. Other people say, I want to come because of not because of Corona, like both sides. I would just tell everyone, just put it out of your mind. Don't even make it an issue. Right. You right. know, wherever you go, right. you know, that thing is here. You yeah. know, it, it's everywhere. You know, it's it's all over the world. Matter, yeah. It's here. It's all over the world. You know, the important thing is that to give it a shot, you know, come, you know, instead of your summer vacation going to Florida or wherever that you typically go, come to Israel, mm -hmm. you know, and the flights, quite frankly, are cheap. They're cheap right now, relatively. They come to Israel, spend some time here and let the land just kind of give you a big hug and grab you because that's what happens. Well, that's that's advice that I do not give people. I don't tell them to come try it. We, <laughs> I say just, you know, especially the, especially well, people. No, but especially people who who grew up and and you. So funny, you're mentioning the the people who are coming now, the like Haredi, I guess that type of yeshiva educated. But yeah, there's a whole yeah. bunch of North American modern Orthodox people who have been coming to Israel their entire life. These are the ones who come to the gap year. And those people, there's just no reason why they're not here. I don't understand why they're not here. Every time I get someone on the phone and I say, <laughs> um, sorry, but you grew up with Israel in your life. What has taken you so long? And uh, yeah, Well, can, are we allowed to say on the show, don't listen to your parents? Are we yeah, you're allowed to. You're allowed to. <laughs> are we allowed to say that? You know, I know, I know, I know for all the young people, if you're listening to the show, I know your parents don't want you to go. But how many people, Natalie, do you know? Because I know so many 
of one, you know, especially if you're the before, if you're the oldest or the Bihara. The, the, when the oldest child comes and all of a sudden the next comes and then the next thing you know, mm-hmm. mom and dad, you know, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're semi-retired and they're buying some nice place in Jerusalem or in mm-hmm. uh, out here in Afrat and they're buying a nice apartment and they're coming to live here and it happens so much. It's you know, the young, great. you young people can make it happen, you know, yeah. and you, everyone, they'll follow you. They will yeah. follow you. They will follow you. Don't feel like you're leaving your family. You're, you're actually doing them all a favor. That's right. That's it. The, the older they are, the older you are, it, the harder it is. And it's just such... well, and by the way, if you are in that, if you are in that part where you've, you've kind of made, you've made it in America and now you're kind of, you know, you've got a little older and you've got your money and you've got your investment and you've got the equity in your house, you know, it's time to divest. Divest in America and come here. Put your money in here, and and you'll see. I mean, and if you don't believe me, <laughs> you come spend a Shabbat in a front, and you come and you talk to the people who made it, the people who made Aliyah when they were sixty, you know, who were 55, 60, 65, and seventy. And, and they're down the street from their children, like. right? Yeah, they're down the street. Yeah, from you ask them what their life is like, and they <laughs> cannot believe how amazing. I'm telling you, it is. But uh, you know, listen, Natalie, I don't want to be. You know, it's all whatever. Israel's challenging. That is the point. Israel's challenging. And when you get challenged in life, don't limit it. When you get challenged in your life, that's where you get reward. That is exactly what I try to tell people is when they say, oh, well, it's going to be hard to make money. Yeah, that's the point. It's going to be hard to, you know, that's the point. Like you want to have a cakewalk. You want to have it easy. Okay. May out 120. When, when you get to the end, you know, you want them to say, you know what? He had it pretty easy, you know, he kind of did whatever, you know, and he did pretty good with whatever, you know, you want to be in the major leagues or you want to be, you know, playing down in the minors in A-ball. That's, that is your choice. Interesting. So if you want to step up to the plate and really hit a home run in life, this is the place you got to do it. And, you know, last, just on a pure, you know, listen, you want to talk to people about the Torah and what people do. Everyone knows it here. When, when you're, when, if you choose to remain in Galut and you can make that choice, you're only living half the Torah. I'm sorry, but that's just it. If you really want to stop practicing Torah and start living Torah, you got to do it here. You, you got to do it here. And, and only the people who live here really understand it. You understand. Now that you understand the feeling. You understand when you want. When they say that every step is a mitzvah, that's something that we feel. It's not just some corny thing. You just feel that a lot you, when you're walking around here. And you just feel this feeling. You can't describe it. And you just feel the feeling and, and, and you got to come here. And once you feel that feeling, you get addicted, you get addicted to it. And then all the challenges, you know, yeah, it's challenging, but you know, you're here and, and you just keep pushing forward. Yeah. And every time you get over another challenge, you realize that you've just, you've made another huge step in towards of helping the Jewish people. That That's, you know, the bottom line is we're just part of something huge. It's such a gift. So I just encourage everyone, let's, 3,500 is a really puny number if there are actually five or six million Jews in America, in North America. That's a pretty puny number. 3,500, I mean, what number is that? That's the, or 3,800, whatever we just said, that number. 3,800 oh, out, yes. of, uh, out yes. of five or six million is, it's not, not a good nothing. number, everybody. Not a good it's, number. We can do, like, we should be embarrassed as Jews, you know, like we're trying to tell the world that this is our homeland. And yet, you know, we're, you know, we're not coming here. So I don't know, like I'm trying to run a guilt trip on anyone, but come on, we can do better. We're Jews, you know, we're supposed to be, yeah. you know, we're supposed to be better than that, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, come on. You know, it's, I, I can't argue with anything you said. I am going to come out and I'll just say it. If you don't want to come here, then don't. But, you know, 
everything is here. There's nothing else we can do. I mean, you have birthright. You have free trips when you make Aliyah. Like, what else are we supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, and now I, you have I don't partners think, in Aliyah.org. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't mean, like, how much of a sale do you need? I, I don't think you need yeah. it. I don't think you need We're it. We're We're waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. you guys, everyone is out there really can do it. Listen, there are legitimately, there are legitimately a lot of people. It's not simple. It's not, we know it. It's not so simple, but especially when you're young, when you're, you know, you're an open book, you're 17, you're 18, you're 19 years old, you know, stop, stop with the YU, stop with the Stern, enough of that. You can come here, you can come here, you can go to Yeshiva, you can get a free college education. And by the way, you can get it done in three years instead of four. You can go into the army. You know, you can, you know, have a real life experience, you know, for the first time in 2000 years, you can be a Maccabee, you know, right, a real life right. Maccabee, not just, you know, right. and, uh, you know, and by the way, you know, if we want to entice people, free shipping on Amazon, you know, yeah. <laughs> free shipping on Amazon is I here. Know, so you also really got that too. easier than it's ever yeah. been. It's, it's really, oh, it's I mean, so easy. What else do you guys want? You know, you want a magic yet, carpet What too? do we see? A lot of people, you know, a lot of people are whining still. They're still whining. It's not easy enough, but, mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know, we'll, we'll keep on trying to make it easier for everybody. Anyway, I, I'm Thank kind you. of, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good today. Um, just because we got some rain. And I'm sitting here looking at Yerushalayim and, uh, you know, I get to uh, every, actually three times a day where I go to Davin, I have a huge window in front of me. I sit right in the front and my view is of Har Habayat, right out there, probably <laughs> potentially where, you know, Abraham and Yitzchak were out there looking. There's the place. That's what I look at every day. So Amazing. if you want a little of that and you want to have Davening and you want to, you want to say the prayers and you want to say the Psalms and actually live you can be looking at Belechem, you can be looking at Yerushalayim, you can be living in Yehuda, you know, and if you want all that and you want the inspiration, then this is the only place you can do it. That's right. That's right. And you can have your, uh, you know, your modern conveniences too. And you got it all. Uh, yeah, yeah. All that and more. Oh, but yes, I just got installed with uh, fiber. It came, it came to my home. What does so that now mean? my internet went up from, uh, uh -huh. well, fiber, fiber optics, internet. So now I had, okay. I had uh, 40 speed and now I have 300. So, you know, wow. 500. So, amazing. you know, it's like crazy, you know, yeah, it's uh, Mashiach must be coming, you know, I got totally. fast internet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're, um, you're totally living it up there. Uh, so modern. Um, listen, so yeah, I encourage everybody, if you would just want a little more information, um, it's one resource. There's other great people out there. There's the, you know, there's what um, Dove Lippin is doing at, at, at Yad Olim. There's uh, there's a Chaim Vechesed website, and then uh, at partnersinaliyah.org, uh, we're doing a lot to post a lot of information that kind of gets you started, and you can also get into some of the WhatsApp groups and and ask some questions, or you can just reach out directly over there. And um, God willing, with some help, we're going to start putting some more content up there and of of real Olim up there uh, telling their stories. Um, we're trying to kind of make it very personal for you guys to just uh, see what's really going on and uh, keep on listening to. Uh, to Natalie's great show because, um, you know, she's, she's really, you're really making it happen and, uh, really helping people to see what the possibilities are and, and generally just providing good entertainment, you know, stop watching the, whatever it is, the Netflix stop watching or the, whatever. Right. And the, stop watching the, the stop news. Stop watching actually. that pop culture and start watching, uh, the, uh, you know, the Natalie show and all the rest of the content <laughs> on the, uh, Israel radio network. Cause it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, it is, it and, is. and I wish everyone all the best, you know, thank you, Dave. Yeah. We we're all in it together. We are. This is a team effort for sure. Thank you so much. You inspired me and hopefully all our listeners are taking a piece of this and and moving forward that's, that's what we all need to move forward thank you so much david well i hope that was
helpful and inspiring to all of you listening. Um, just because we mentioned those five top destinations, by the way, doesn't mean there aren't English speakers in other places. We mentioned Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Beit Shemesh, Renana, and Modi'in. And it is true, those are places with a heavy Anglo presence. But there are Anglos, English speakers from you know, England, from Australia, South Africa, America, Canada, all over Israel. And there are pockets of them. And, you know, Pardes Chana, right, is now a place people are going. Um, there are places, you know, in different places in Tel Aviv, Ramad Aviv, Herzliya. Um, there are just lots of little places. They didn't mention here Givat Shmuel, very funny. That's where Bar Ilan University is. That's packed with uh, English speakers from all over the world. Um, Beersheba has an uh, English-speaking community. Um, there's just a lot more than those five top. I think, just keep in mind, those five we mentioned are really set up to make it an easy, easy landing. And they probably have so much support, even um, Nefesh Benefesh have you know representatives there. So that does make a difference. I, I understand that. And if that's what you need and that's what you want, then yeah, go for it. Live in one of those communities where you're going to have automatic neighbors and friends. Totally worth it. Uh, you, don't have, you won't have the struggles that, that the rest of us have. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. Anything to get you here is, is really, you know, you, you just need to get here. And I, I, you know, I say that over and over, but it's, it, it's true. It's true. It's, um, it's, it's a little frustrating, but I, I think it will happen. Anyway, stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips. With scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. Howdy, this is Rita from Leak City, Texas, now living in Israel. And though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Arba, Israel. And why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover. Hey, this is Nicole Eko from Malmo, Sweden. It gets pretty cold here in Sweden, so I love cuddling up with a warm cup of tea while I listen to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Doris from Tennessee. 
me and my dog Buster really love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Israel News Talk Radio. 